Hello and welcome to the Journey to Grateful podcast. I've come to understand the most valuable asset my family and my friends possess is the ability to lift me up when I needed it the most with the simplest of gestures. There is no perfect formula to help someone grieve, but I hope this podcast can be a reliable resource on that particular journey. It's hard for some people to know and understand what their grieving friend may be experiencing every day and how best that they can help. This podcast exists to better help us understand the process of loss with the help of those who are living it. I'm your host, Tim Begonia, and today I will be discussing steps you can take for a better path through your grief. Before we begin, I would like to remind you of an in-person retreat I'm hosting. It happens April 2nd, 2022. This retreat is an all-day event designed to carefully examine the process of grief, provide resources you may act upon immediately, and inspire personal growth to help you move another step forward on your journey with grief. You can learn more over at journeyforwardretreat.com, including details on the three inspiring speakers who will offer their personal help and professional insights. Also, if you know someone experiencing loss of someone special in their life, please share this podcast with them as a resource to help guide them through their own journey. This podcast can be found at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or directly on our website, journeytograteful.com. We can only reach more people with your help. Rate and review the podcast at Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I've provided review links over on journeytograteful.com. Thank you once again for listening. I appreciate your time and I hope to make a difference in some small way with the podcast. Now let's get into the episode. I recently read an article that was published in 2017 by Katherine Schaeffler, a psychotherapist, about the process of grieving. In it, she suggests that if you are trying to break from the disorienting loop of grief, there are four ways to begin your journey through that process. Understand, recognize, touch, and move. Now, starting with understand, you need to be aware that your heart is broken, even if it's not always visible to others. Keep in mind that there is no right way to grieve and that grieving is not a linear process. I would suggest it's more like a ball of string. As you move along your path of grief, represented by the string itself, it can loop back on itself. So when you conquer a detail of grief or an experience of that suddenly brings you to your knees from a milestone or a memory. Do not think to yourself, I am so glad that's over. Won't have to deal with that again. Because I'm here to tell you, unfortunately, you will, and we all do. That ball of string will overlap with that event or emotion again, and you will experience it or something similar to it again. So beware of that. As for the right way to grieve, yeah, that doesn't exist. And for that matter, everyone grieves differently. I would caution you not to compare yourself or your grief journey with anyone else's. Not directly, at least. I would strongly suggest you take their experience as a series of guideposts to help you along your path. Knowing that this detail or that experience may come in 
as a helpful guide, but when and how and with what intensity will most likely be completely different for you. Now, she goes on to say, just because it's been six months, four years, or 15 years, time means nothing to your grief. Don't set a time limit for your grief. I read something just a few months ago, which struck me in a good way. If you have 500 tears to cry, don't stop at 250. Now, in a way, that gave me permission to feel fully, to know if I'm down, if I'm angry, or if I have tears, I should let it happen. I should feel what I'm feeling, and I shouldn't stop it. I need to understand the many details of grief. Now, the second of the four ways is recognize, simply referring to recognizing that you need to grieve, understanding the need to identify what has happened, what or who was taken from you, identifying the burden that comes with that, and knowing it won't just go away. It will just be there waiting for another time. Grief is not like something you can push away or tamp down. It is something that demands your attention and usually immediately, to make you feel, to make you face your loss, to recognize you need to grieve. Which now brings us to touch. She suggests you have to reach out and touch the loss. The way I personally see this myself, this is a suggestion that you need to face the loss. To face the sadness, the anger, the bitterness, because there's simply no way through grief without making contact with it. She goes on to say, you have to pick it up, hold it, feel the weight of it in your hands or your heart and within your life. You have to feel the whole loss. Now, I believe this is the most profound aspect of her four ways to finding a better path through grief. Although it's understandable if you don't want to do it for you to look forward in your grief, you need to experience it. Every tear, all the aches, and each sad milestone moment which you dread weeks before, you need to touch your grief and allow it to touch you. And the last piece to consider when putting yourself on a better path through grief is move. This addresses the oddly soothing, predictable, and familiarity that grief can have, which can stop you from moving forward. Truly dealing with grief means letting go of its familiarity and moving towards something less predictable, less familiar, and that can be kind of scary. She doesn't detail this one as much as I believe it should, so I will add a few things myself here. If you are a returning listener to this podcast, there's a good chance you are aware of my April 2022 Journey Forward Retreat. The name of that retreat is not an accident or something that I just jotted down with little or no thought. It is very purposeful and a detail I'd like to dive deeper into right now. Now, I've heard others express their experiences with friends or family who have asked them, months or years after their loss, aren't you over it yet? Or something to that effect. It might not have been those exact words, but I've had more than one person say they've gotten that type of comment regarding the end of their grief. Now, if you've heard any other episodes of mine, you already know what I'm about to say. Grief has no end. Period. You don't get over grief, and I use air quotes with the over. 
it will be a life experience of which you will live with and through for the rest of your days. Is that to suggest that you will be sad 24-7? No, no, I'm not suggesting that. Is that to say that you will be wallowing in this grief of yours for 365 days a year, never to find happiness or laugh again? Not at all. It is simply to say it will and forevermore be a part of you just as that person and your memories have been a part of you forever. Believe me, I don't say this with a flippant ideology in mind that suggests everything will be roses and sunshine if you just believe. I express this specifically from experience. I know someone who lost her husband in a tragic accident early in their marriage with a nine-month-old daughter. Their future was taken from them in just a few moments. Four years later, they met someone recommended by a friend, surprisingly hit it off. Together, those two people began the blending of their lives, not only their immediate families, but extended families as well. Their experiences, their histories, their lives that came before they met, including the understanding of the permanence of loss and, with it, grief in a person's life. Not a full, encompassing, paralyzing grief, but grief from the loss nonetheless. If you know my story, then you already know the story I've mentioned is my wife's. From the moment we met, I knew that understanding her grief journey was an important aspect of us building a relationship. Colleen shared with me how she moved forward in the months and years after her loss. Ultimately, the fact was that she had no other choice than to do so. She had a daughter, and she would take one step forward for her each and every day. It also became important to us both that the building of our relationship would not overshadow or replace the husband and father that she and her daughter lost, but it would complement and honor him and their grieving moving forward. So yes, it is possible to smile again, to laugh, and to cry and build again, to honor past memories while making new ones. It is possible to grieve each day, some days in more obvious ways than others, and still live a life that is full and promising. It is possible to move forward without abandoning your loss. So this all brings me to a thought that's been actively bouncing around in my head. How am I making sure to move forward? What steps have I taken to make sure that I journey forward myself? And in turn, that I make certain my kids and I as a family secure a healthy balance of our loss while looking ahead to the future together. I believe I will have to address those questions on the next episode, take a few moments to dive a bit deeper with them. But for now, I do know one thing for sure. Colleen would want us to journey forward and find ways to smile, to laugh, and to make new memories while always embracing those memories we've been fortunate to have made with her. Thank you, my friends, for joining me once again today on this episode. Please don't hesitate to connect with me via email and give me your feedback on any episode. Contact me at tim at journeytograteful.com. And if you would like to call and leave a voicemail or even send me a direct text, the phone number is 
262-298-2428. That's 262-298-CHAT. And I'd like to remind you one more time. Coming Saturday, April 2nd, 2022, I'm hosting the Journey Forward Retreat. This is going to be an all-day in-person gathering for those needing support and resources to help them on their journey through grief. You can learn everything that you need to and register at journeyforwardretreat.com. That's journeyforwardretreat.com. And I hope you can find the time to join us this year because this retreat will be an important day of sharing, learning, filled with inspiration and community. Now, before I sign off, I'd like to share some inspiration with you right now. This comes from the always impressive Maya Angelou. You may not control all the events that happen to you, but you can decide not to be reduced by them. Now, for myself, I truly hope it will not be the grief that defines me, but what I do with it. Like my wife Colleen, she lived, she loved, and she made a difference every time she could, and I can only hope to continue in her example. Let me ask, what steps have you taken to help you journey forward in your grief? Let us know over on social or email through the website. I'd like to share your steps with our listeners because I truly believe that we can make this journey a bit better together. Until the next episode, thank you again for joining me, and please remember my wish for you is to walk confidently on your journey to grateful. Thanks again. Bye-bye.